0: Come back. Come back. Common appreciation. Common appreciation. When you do it well, you will stop. Common appreciation. Worthy is the lamb that was slain, slain before the foundations of the world. Love thinks ahead. Love will always think ahead and make contingency arrangements because love cannot fail. I loved Lucifer so much. And he rose against me. So, this man that I have created, in the event that he rises against me, what shall be done? The lamb was slain before man was created. Long before man was created in the mind of God that lamb was slain God will never get to a point of amazement that he doesn't know what to do it's not possible so is everyone that walks in love you will never get to a point where you are amazed, you don't know what to do, that you don't know, you think that the end has come, you are going to die and go away. that your business will die, and there shall be reproach. If you walk in love, there's no room for fear. Why? Because divine direction will take you to your next level. Lamb of God that was slain before the foundations of the world Worthy is that Lamb Friends, when you hear songs like this It's important for you to sit down and meditate And reorganize your life Do what? All the challenges that we have in the faith is lack of understanding of who God is and what He stands for and who we are and what we stand for. That you play with God and play with His work and do whatever you want to do. If a man is inviting you, you do everything in haste to make sure you get there to please that man. When it comes to God, He must understand. And then we want things to go like that. There is no love. There isn't. The man who was my best man some years ago, a friend, he said when he was looking for the lady who became the wife, he had to fight dogs and fight human dogs. He fought dog dogs and human dogs. The father of, of the lady was the human dog, and then the dog dog was the dogs they were keeping. Plus the dogs on the street where they lived. So he will learn to put stones in his pocket to scare them. So why were you still going? What is there that you were still going? Say, hey, when love is on a journey. There's no breakdown. He made that statement to me. As far back as 2000. And I've never forgotten about it. When love is on a journey. There is no breakdown. That's why God cannot fail. Love sees solution. And not problems. Most time we see problems even when they are not there. Why? We live to please ourselves, not to please God and please others. If it is not me, let it go by. Doesn't matter. Doesn't what? Matter. If God could think about us in such a fashion, and could love us so much to the extent of giving us the only one that he had. If you can think about it closely, you will change your attitude when it comes to kingdom matters. But we'll forget so soon. When we are hungry, we remember him. When we get filled up, that's it. Let God go to hell. Next me will surely come. You didn't say you should go to her, but your actions are saying, God, you don't matter. You understand what I'm saying? When I'm hungry, your duty is to make sure you give me food. When I need where to sleep, you must provide it. Whatever I need, provide, but don't expect me to reciprocate in any way. That is our attitude. He looked at Israel getting ready for the festivals. And he said, don't lift up your hands unto me. Your hands are full of blood. Why? Wickedness was raining. I told you before, when I got born again, about a year or thereabout, I opened my Bible one day and it fell on a place. There is no peace for the wicked. I closed it. What kind of nonsense is this? I opened, it went to the second place where that scripture is repeated. It was as if there was a light beaming on that thing like this. I closed it I asked God, am I wicked? I would ask him, am I wicked? He wanted me to know that there were things that needed to be taken care of in my life as a new person. If any man be in Christ, the old things are what? They are passed away. He said, behold, everything. Every what? the things that he said have become new he threw the old ones over somewhere you will still go to look for those things polish them and set them on an altar in our rooms to adore them i told myself how long i'll pray this morning i don't want you to take me to where i don't want to go but that is the prompting i have the lord told me something was it yesterday about six twenty-eight to 63 he spoke to me on that one he said don't play god Just stop playing god play life in the time it's not come for me to teach on that one it's there on the paper somewhere there if he talks again I'll add. god is mindful of us if they say end times it is end times in fact a crucial dimension of it you are free to say that it said to happen and for a long time it's not happening that's your business and now charlatans all over the place are telling us when Christ is coming. And you like this, in this place, with all the word that you are taught, when they say you get confused. You get confused. Why must you be confused? What's your business about his coming? What's your business? Yours is to be what he says you should be. That's all. I don't have time for all those things. rapture and they are coming, they will meet me here. The rapture will surely meet me here and whatever is meant for, we will see it. I don't have to die thinking about rapture and then allow fear to capture my heart. What is wrong with you that you are afraid is because you don't walk in love. Why are you afraid That, that rapture is coming? you know what is wrong you know what is wrong because you know that if it should come today there may be trouble why don't you hold on to the apron of God and say you know because you adopted me I sit down to eat with you so we can talk together when I'm wrong correct me walk with God in that manner the way you talk to your friend talk to him like that and be ready for change anytime you are going off some of us are so proud that we can't even change so proud. And I don't know what you are proud about. Poor man's pride is very annoying. You are poor. You don't have money. When people are moving, you can't move. And you are still proud. What's your problem? Maybe a little humility will, will touch somebody's heart for him to lift you from where you are and let God carry on. Pride. Pride if you were that person you think you are, there are certain steps you shouldn't have taken. There are things you didn't have said. So when you are caught, accept it. Your wife caught you with a a woman. Just asking you, who was that person? You say, "Who, who is the person you're talking about? Which person are you talking about? Do you know the number of people I've met since I left the house? Who are you talking about? Exactly who are you talking about? why are you agitated? Why are you angry? A simple question. Who was that person? Simple. You have been caught. Explain to your wife who the person was. Oh, it's um, one person that we met so and so and so place and uh, over some four years we just met again and she was excited and jumping around me like that call the name of that person tell your wife she lives in her place if she wants to go and do a checkup, she can go and do it how must you get angry when did you become a spy the anywhere I go you have set people around when I move they call you and tell you what kind of person are you it's a lie there are no spies you are the spy You are the spy. Hello. Worthy is the lamb that was slain to keep us within the love dimension of God so that we can walk in love and enjoy the fullness of God at all times. That is all it is about us. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God, misses and knows God. Is there any other person who is pregnant here? Who? Seth? Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Worthy is the lamb that was what? This lamb that was slain had the opportunity to go somewhere else but he refused to go. He could have run away. He refused to run. When he saw the cross, you could have said, I'm not going again. He refused. What was moving this lamb of God to fulfill prophecy? Love. We are sat in our fast tomorrow. I think you know about that one. Or oh, you don't know about the fast tomorrow. Why is your face becoming um, something else? What's happening? Why? What is your problem? It's fast and strange to you, and we're starting tomorrow. And because of your reaction now, we are making it three weeks. Yeah. Oh. Ah, you are shouting, Hallelujah! Okay, one month. Yeah. Glory to God. Now, um, resident pastor, take note. You ask him your question. I'm going give you the answer. You go and do what is right. Wait. Jesus knew he was going to die on the cross. It wasn't new. He knew that. He knew it before he came. But just before he was arrested, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane And there he went to pray. He went with the disciples. And the Bible says that he put them at a point and then walked a little ahead to pray. And that prayer, what I'm going to tell you now is a bit contentious. But go and do your search. Jesus was not praying against the death he was going to. He wasn't. Jesus was not afraid. Those of you who are Greek students, go and, go and do something. Come and tell us later. Jesus was fighting against any other form of death outside that of the cross because that would have meant the journey, the mission would have been aborted. If he had been stoned to death, we will not be here if you he had been starved to death, we will not be here. He had to go to that cross to remove the curse of sin, there was no contention about it. He wasn't praying that he shouldn't go and die. Didn't he know God's will? Didn't he know God's will? He knew God's will. That in the program of God, he had to go and face the cross and take shame away from mankind. Remove the curse from mankind. He was going there to be a curse for us. So we will begin to walk in glory. He wasn't afraid. So if your Sunday school teacher told you some years ago that Jesus as man was afraid, tell, tell him I'm saying if he's dead, go to the cemetery and tell him that head is alive. That's the way we were taught before. He could not have been afraid. He was going to seal the mission. The people are angry. The other time they wanted to go and throw him down the cliff. but the Bible says he walking in their midst, he went away. Jesus. Nothing else but this cross. Nothing but this cross. Nothing but this cross. There's a kind of prayer you do that I may not miss my glory. That what? I may not miss my glory. I want you to note that our moment of fasting is just for that purpose that I do not miss my glory. I must not deviate from divine appointment. I must not. It is purely your prayer. It is prayer for yourself. Whatever, Lord, you have appointed me for, I'm not making excuses. Now, I'm not turning my back. I'm not looking for any leeway to escape what you have programmed for me. Here am I, let it be to me according as you have programmed my life. You are going to present yourself to God in this fashion. Because several of us will run away from where God wants us to be. We saw somebody selling iron rods. We left our tomatoes to go and sell iron rods. And we ended up with huge debt with the banks. What has God said concerning you? Lord, I don't want to miss it. Who does God want you to marry? I don't want to miss it. We have allowed the world to take us on a journey and we end up crashing. It shouldn't be so. If we are talking about enlargement, it's not like that. I was talking to Brother Maxwell this morning I said, God will always want you to create a room for him to operate. Create space for him. Then he will. So he said, enlarge, enlarge, enlarge. It's the enlargement that brings him to bear upon our lives. So enlarge your coast, your spiritual coast. If Jesus could face the cross, even though he had alternative ways to have gone away, then you should also be ready to enlarge your tents. And let God act. Let him be God. Let him be what? We have played games too much. For a long time. So today we are hot. Tomorrow we are cold. Today it's me, oh Lord. You are Lord. And then tomorrow I'm the one in charge. The one in charge. Let us tell the Lord, let your purpose for my life be accomplished. No matter how much it cost me. Let it be accomplished. He brought you out of darkness into light that you may go forth and show light to the people in your hometown and yet you don't go there. Why? Because you are afraid that they may kill you. And people are dying and going to hell because of your absence. And you won't go. Even when you go there, you are tongue-tied. Can't speak. They should give you a city, not a village. Can't go to the village. I must be here. If it's not in Accra, one big place like that, I can't, I can't Where would the offerings come from in the village? Oh, but he sent sent Elijah to the brook. Where was food going to come from? He always knows how to take care of his own. God will never abandon you if you walk in his love. Never abandon you. He will never. He will never abandon you. Men may abandon you, but God cannot. It is not in his nature. To abandon you. Please take note of that one. And now place yourself upon the altar of the Lord and tell him, let your purpose for me be done no matter what. I don't want any other thing apart from that which you have programmed for my life. I don't want. I don't want to be misled by the things that glitter around me that I see. I want to see something different. Jesus refused to die any other form of death except for that which was full of shame. I'd like you to take note of that. When you read the scriptures, it's very difficult for you to accept what I'm saying, but I don't know. I'm not a theologian, I'm a Holy Ghost student. when i thought they said i'm doing theology it's not theology i'm talking holy ghost because it's the one that wrote the thing and the people are learning most of the theologians are not even christians uh-huh. i've met them several times in Lagos, i've met them plenty of them come to lectures drunk I'm not trying to judge them, but I'm saying what what I I saw, what I know. Listen, friends. You are the only person. You have no alternative in this life. God didn't create you two. He created you one with an assignment. And that assignment must be fulfilled by you. Nobody else. You have made excuses for too long. Too long. You have a prompting in your spirit to take care of the needy. When you see children begging on the street, you weep. And yet you are not moved to do anything. Ask him, why? Why are people passing? They are not crying. Am I the only person? Why am I crying? Do I know them anywhere? I don't, but that is the assignment God gave to you, to take care of such people. How can I? How can I? How can I? CEO of so and so and so place. Now come and be calling these, these boys. People will even think I'm going to sell them. If you follow what people will think you will never eat. Lord, what you want me to do? So this fasting time how many days do you say it's going to last? Is that? Man, oh, it's just one week. How? Oh. Oh. this What about these people? They said they will go one month. They should continue. Uh, <laughs> who said that one? Uh-huh. She's the one. Hallelujah. Praise God. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Go to the next verse. He who does not love does not know God. I think these are very simple sentences. Everybody should understand. For God is love. Now God is love does not mean that God is equal to love. Love is one expression of who God is. We've Because the scripture talks about God being light. God is light. God is life. And so many other things that you can think about. So it's not as if it's an equation that God is equal to love. When God is not there, there's no love. When love is not there, God is dead. It's not like that. It's a very major expression. Sincerely, it's a foundational expression of the nature of God. Other things, other things fall on that same love. So the one who does not love does not know God. So who knows God is a person who loves. Can you imagine that at your level, 6, 7 years, 15 years in the Lord, and they are saying that you don't know God so? <clears throat> will you like that one? If you don't like it, why wouldn't you distinguish yourself? Separate yourself unto him to love you. Now, I had a story of uh, one arm robber, some guys who were caught. I think my wife was telling me, somewhere in Nigeria also. The guy was holding one huge one huge screwdriver when they caught them. So they asked him what he was using that one for. Now with that screwdriver, he could open any door. Any door, no matter the level of security. Love is that kind of screwdriver that opens every door where goodness and mercy are waiting for you. The devil will look for a way of duplicating that one, but he doesn't have the capacity so he will give you what will destroy you in future. But one day, no, he had been robbing people, but that day he was caught. Every day for a thief, man, one day for God, the owner will catch you one day. It is the key that opens us up to the corridors of doors. Amen. To the crowd of where? doors, the doors that lead to diverse areas of your comfort and peace, it is this love that opens it. He said the one who loves knows God. If he knows God, then God knows him. The one who does not love, does not know God. Can I say therefore, that if you're a Christian and you don't walk in love, you don't know God. Will it be strange for you not to know God? No, it's not strange. Apostle Paul said that I may know him. We keep on exploring this God. We keep on doing what? Exploring this God. We get to know him more and more. We get to know him more and more. We get to know him more and more. So the more you walk with him and you are subject to him, you get to know him more and more. You will never finish knowing this God until we eventually meet him. Face to face. And I've said that I'm going to ask him several questions. I'm piling up those questions. But you know, by the time I get there, I will have answers to the questions. Now, I may not be able to ask again. <laughs> Praise God. There are some of the mysteries that God will have to explain to us. Now, when a person is sick and they say there's no, they don't know the sickness that killed the person, the person dies, he gets to know what killed him. That person gets to know what killed him. God will have to tell us some of these things. I tell you, there are some strange things. When you think about it, you don't know where to go to. You search scripture, search and say, you don't see anything. But it's something there. Something what? The things that you don't have to know, when you know them, they'll blow your mind. So the secret things of God are what? They are what? I'm not hearing you. The secret things of God. No. the ones that really belong to us but the secret ones they belong to him one of them is this when are you coming to bring the kingdom again to us tell us when you are coming he gave them signs but he never told them when he said I don't know this one it is only the father who knows it if you read this scripture and then you meet one pastor with full suit what do you call that one? Three-piece. ha, with, 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 with a popish cap. And all manner of things around him. And he says, the Lord spoke to me yesterday. And he's coming. And he gives you a date. You don't need to go to court. You, you just pass judgment on him right there. Because he has been judged already by the word of God. Jesus said, nobody knows except the father himself. And you are telling me it's tomorrow. Without respect to anybody who is connected to the Americans, you see, they are the ones who teach a lot of these things. In the name of prophecy. So when you are listening to prophetic teachings, be very careful. Because they want to bring everything that has happened to the realm of the word of God is not true. Steady this word of God for yourself. Study it for yourself and be simple. What is the simplicity? God is the word that I have received. Lord, what is the meaning of this one? He will show you what to do by the Holy Ghost. He's our teacher. Don't let people confuse you. Otherwise, you will abandon your work. Some years ago, when these um, um, SDA people said the word was coming to an end, some people left their jobs. After all, the world was called. And what they were doing, they were going around to marking buildings that they were they will inherit. In this country. They were marking buildings. Somebody has tried to build his house and all this while you've been envying the person. Then i go and mark this. This shall be the house where I will live. Then the day I came and there was nothing like that. And they began to give us some bogus explanations here and there. Get to know God. The more you know him, the more you know him, the more humble you become. That is one acid test. People who have encountered him don't know what pride is all about. When they fall into it, they they are pained in their hearts. That this, I should be identified with this kind of thing. Those who have encountered him, they think about others. Much more than they think about themselves. Those who have encountered him, they weep over the work of God. That is not making progress. They weep. They don't laugh. Those who have encountered him, they want to lay their lives down for other people. No matter how much they suffer. When you encounter this God, you don't need to announce yourself. He will announce you. So seek to know him. That's the only thing I wrote in my Bible on that. Seek to love God. Seek to do what? Of God. That's all I'm talking about this morning. Seek to love God. Let it become your project to love this God. By no cost. Is there no reason why you must love God? So much. So that he has done for us. So much. That loving him is not even to his advantage. It is to our advantage. It is to our advantage. The, the man says that he loves uh, God and hates his brother he is what? a liar let me show you the address of it a man can never say that he loves God and not love his brother there is no person that truly loves God that will not love the things that are dear to God and the brother you see the one who offended you yesterday he is precious to God you can't kill him. Kill the sin around that person. But preserve the life of that person. That is the God kind of love. Rebuke the person. Insult him. Just to make sure you clear that thing from his life. But don't kill that person. Don't have more people in your heart. All of us get offended here and there. And if we really love God. You can't keep that thing in your heart. To the extent that you begin to wish people evil, you wish them what? Evil. You can't do that. You can't. The natural you may want you to do that, you know, but the, the, the God in you will not permit you to do it. No. I think last two Sundays, I was here, Sunday also. I made a statement, don't tag anybody. Don't tag anybody. Don't. We've done that before. We've used scriptures to deal with people before. But that's not the reason why you were called. That's not why you were called. No. That's not why you were called. Every one of you, you sit down and set your heart very well you don't desire to be a bad person you don't desire to be a wicked person you don't desire that people will look at you and say look at this one he says a christian you you don't desire that one at all if you don't desire it then take the right steps you cannot hate your neighbor and say you love god because the god you love can will never hate anybody the few times you heard, you heard something from scriptures about God disliking someone or God hating somebody, go and let those who know the language, the real language, tell you what God really meant. That God can hate. It's not possible. God cannot hate you. Are you his level? What's he hating you for? W- would not it be an applause for you that God himself is hating you? He hates what you are doing. Not you. That's why when you repent from what you are doing, he embraces you. It means that his prayer is that you must change. That's all. God cannot hate you. So don't confuse yourself that God hated Esau. And that he loved who? Who was the other person? Jacob. That's not the nature of God. You see, when you are interpreting scriptures, you don't pick one scripture and then do interpretation. You interpret scripture with scriptures. It's a spiritual thing. So one here, one there, one here, one there. Together you you have an understanding of what God is saying. God cannot say yes here and say no over there. It's not possible. It's just like people who form a doctrine with one, one statement. One statement. Doctrine. One statement. One statement. What else is the reason why we don't have doctrine what we have is the word of God all of it from Genesis 1 verse 1 to um, the other one Revelation 20 what? 20, 20 what? and the last verse have you? that's all we believe in everything over there so that God kills somebody we believe that one Why did God kill the person? He withdrew his mercy from that person. That was all. And the person died. Have you ever seen God with a sword before? That God went to war with man. What's he looking for? One angel. One angel killed 23,000 people. Just with their sword. Drawn out and they killed them just like that. One. Just one of them. So how will God how is it that they want to fight men? It's not a question of withdrawing their breath. No more air. <laughs> There's no argument, no contention. You'll just be gone. So God doesn't fight people. He has no time fighting people. He doesn't hate people. He doesn't have capacity to hate people. You know, we say God can do all things. There are things God cannot do. He cannot steal. Can he steal? What is he going to steal? The one that came from him that is going to steal again? What kind of person is that? <laughs> God is love. His nature that radiates and moves to us is love. It's like God, by His Spirit, has poured into our hearts his love. It's a kind of love. Let's nurture this one. Please go to the next verse. I want you to see what is there. He who does not, in this, in what? In this, the love of God was manifested to us as in what? Go back and tell me that in. I want to know what it is. Go back to verse 7. And come forward. We want to know that in you know this song that they sing. I don't avoid, don't Bibi, I was arguing you're wrong. I don't be what Jesus near to not them. them. Even to sing from the word. I don't be what Jesus. And no, no, means And no. Et nous, on a bombé, am Et nous, on a mis no. No, Nous, 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 You alone, you are blessed. What about the rest of us? (laughs) Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Yes. Let us love one another for love is of God. Love is what? Of God. Love is of God or love comes from God. Now, and everyone who loves is born of God. In this knowledge this insight. Go to the next verse. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this insight. Now go on the next one. In this, the love of God was manifested towards us. He is love. He cannot deny himself that he is love. He can't. If you like, say that he is compelled to love. That's his nature. You may have seen dogs barking before. No matter how much you imitate dog, you can never get the tone And the power behind the barking. Small dog, the one with the born yesterday, will start barking. It is in the nature of the dog to bark. He cannot imitate the cat. So as soon as cat lands, I say, meow. The one I'm today is meowing now. In ten years' time, he will develop this. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> meow. But that is, you will try to imitate. You may wound your cords. That is the religion. And God. From him flows love. He cannot hate you. I'm saying this one so that you don't let anybody confuse you. If somebody says he has cursed you, tell him you have seen the most wretched person in life. That you like this. That you are blessed. And that blessing is sealed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And somebody says he has cursed you. And then you are afraid. Lack of knowledge. My people go into captivity and destruction for lack of what? Knowledge. Yes. Yes. You just want to pray. He will go and give you a picture. He showed you one picture like this. Something you did some 10-15 years ago before you got born again. And the day you go born again, Jesus forgave you everything. And Satan goes to bring the thing, laminated laminated photograph of the things that you did some years ago. And he shows you one slide after the other. Slide after slide. Slide and then you two are watching. Slide. <laughs> Instead of shutting him down, you are, you are watching. I want you to finish. Ready? Now, know it. God can never hate you. You are his darling. You should be able to say this to yourself. I'm God's darling. Amen. Amen. In the morning when you were looking at adoption, there's something that should have come to your mind if it wasn't even said. Every adopted child is a true member of the family. And it's not different from the ones who are biologically giving birth to. When they sit at table, he sits at table. They don't give him a stool to sit on. It's the same kind of dining chair that he gives to that adopted one. If the children are being sent to school, that is where they also want to go. Eh? Okay, They now carry the carry biological ones to... One powerful international school, and then just one to Saito. No. Even the adoption laws fight against that one. If they get to know, you'll be in trouble. That you are discriminating. So the adoption is so solid that you can say with confidence, Jesus is my brother. Is what? Uh, you see now, your, your lips are heavy. You can't say it. Say it now. Jesus is my brother. Uh, uh. That's what it is. Uh, We are incapacitated because there is a dimension of our being that is there to be adopted. Though it's been paid for. It's what? It's been paid for. We're waiting for the adoption of this body. That's the only thing that's left. It won't be long to come. So that there is no barrier that can stop you from getting to where you are going. As the thing enters your mind, you are already there. Jesus is your brother. Yes, you your own. are o boom. What is the English for that one? We are joint heads. It's not that when he, he finishes eating. What is left I take? No. You take one. That one you take will break into two. Your own is half. Mine is half. Anyone we pick. We share everything, every word, thing. Joint, has. we chop together, we chop God's inheritance together. You bump the idea. So if I'm not there, he cannot pick, and then when you come, you come and pick it. No. Like some of us do. Even ordinary eggs, when we are selling, some people will look for the one that is not dented. If it is dense, it's dented, somebody else will take it. Mm. When they are sharing meat, trouble. You know, when I was living in my daddy's place in those days, we were many men in the house. Huh? And all these one that they call you to come and eat, and you are just you are singing around. By the time you arrive, you meet empty bowl. We attack the food. You understand what I'm talking about? You just on Any meat you can handle, you handle. The the senior person will carry the meat, and then they will be biting one after the other. Oh, I'm telling you what I saw. What too many? My father's house open to everybody, 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 everybody. So most times, I didn't eat meat in the house. I don't have that strength. You eat meat with somebody's saliva. <laughs> I didn't have that capacity, so I would go and work, sell newspapers, sell sugarcane, sell this, sell that. So when we get to eat, you touch my hand, I just get up before you know, I'll disappear from the house. I'm not saying go and be doing it. How many of you know Kumasi? You know South Central. I will just disappear from the house, and then before you know, I'm already at River, you know, the Cinema Hall area. They were selling food there. Oh, go and sit down, and organize myself, and come back to the house. Working class here, <laughs> easy, easy. You know, luncheon meat. I'll go and buy one can. Go and sit somewhere. You are saying, they would have killed me. Sit down somewhere and then eat it. We look for government tap. You know government tap? Uh, the one they put in the streets. You don't put that one, carry more me, just drink and go home. But the time i will be in the house, my sister would have told my dad that I didn't eat. The woman would be asking me, why didn't you eat? I said, I'm OK. What did you eat? I said, I'm OK. I'm OK. Until somebody caught me one day and then brought the message home. But you see, there was nothing you could do about it. You understand? You know, so when there's food in the house, they are calling you, you better go and eat. Because if somebody else enters the house, it would demolish the thing. That's the kind of thing we went through. Until later, when things, it was one bad phase. In the beginning, everybody had his own plate. The old man himself would cook food and share among us, and then we we'll eat with joy and be singing. Later, when the congregation came, <laughs> it was each for himself, God for us all. Until things changed. Friends, it is time for us to turn around and appreciate God. That is why I began talking from the issue of appreciation simple appreciation. If you don't know how to appreciate God, you don't have His love in you. Simple. Appreciate people. Appreciate them. Somebody greets you. Appreciate the person by responding well. Doing what? Responding well. Greeting is not free. Somebody's looking for people to just say good morning and they are not getting anybody. So somebody says, ah, good morning, sir. Oh, how are you? How are you? Praise God. Praise God. There must be joy in your heart because somebody is pretty. That's the nature of God. That is what you carry. In this, the love of God was made manifest toward us. How? That God sent his only begotten son into the world that he might we might through him live. We might through him live. And that's why we are alive today. Do we want the blood to come to an end at this point? Or we want the blood to keep on flowing? If it must flow to others who are waiting for it. Many are waiting for the blood today. And you have made a dam and the blood is set at one point. You don't want to go out and tell anybody about Jesus Christ. Let me tell you this. Now that you have the strength, make evangelism your major assignment. Listen. There is no other thing that Jesus told us to do to bring people to the kingdom. evangelism talk to them about jesus when you finish praying for them talk to them about jesus so when you get a position on the on the altar anywhere the altar is let it be for people let it be for people that someone will hear you and run to jesus let it become your passion your restaurant like this when they come to eat, find means to introduce Jesus to them. Somebody comes to your shop, find means. In some places, you are forbidden to share the gospel. There's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. If the person says he won't receive him, you have done your part. But remember this story that I think I've told you before. A young man got saved in an assemblies of God church. Now for the service, the pastor asked them to go and win souls. He knew only one scripture. If you don't repent, you shall likewise perish. Repent, or you likewise perish. What brought the likewise? He doesn't know that one. The scripture alone. So all the people, all the Basedom, they went with scriptures. John chapter 3, verse 16. From chapter sixteen, they went to chapter 6. They went from there, they went to Revelations. And they went, they went around. The people were looking at them. It was like concert that you were performing. But this boy met somebody and told the person, except you repent, you will likewise perish. And left him. And when he left, he said, Holy Ghost, the rest is yours. And went away. The voice of this young man was following that man. In the car, he was hearing. He went home, he was hearing. The wife gave him food, he couldn't eat. He was hearing. When he, what is wrong with you? I'm not feeling okay. You won't be okay. And when he couldn't sleep, he went to one church, he went to the pastor. What is the meaning of this statement? So the man explained to him. He said, I met one boy. And what he told me, I've not, I've not been able to put that thing off me. He said, So, save yourself. Repent, and you will be free. And that is how the person was led to Christ. One boy's statement that was one-legged. It was what? One-legged. And you have plenty of the one-legged in your heart. Plenty of them in your heart. Plenty. All of you who are sitting here now, if the pastor says, okay, we are going to leave, but we won't travel, we will sit at the back there, and see how you manifest. We will, will hear revelation? Huh? Deep, 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 groundbreaking revelation. You carry some great things on the inside. The love of God in you should make you go because many are perishing. You are the one they are waiting for. Waiting for. And next month, by the grace of God, we shall be commemorating the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I don't like the things that go around us during such festivities. Even when we call them festivities, I get offended. But what will that make me? One, one in the midst of multitude. I believe that's the time for us to sit down as believers and consider why he came what he did and what we should also do that is the issue about love here do you love jesus continue what he began to do and then to be well with you i pray that this day like i said the previous sunday you will turn around and see i can't stop talking about this love of god i can't talk about it it is what has made me who I am today if not for his love if not for his love I would have died and gone to hell on a speed lane if not for the love of God I wasn't ready to listen to anything about gospel I was living my own life Anyhow, I wanted to leave it. But the love of God will not let me go free. He kept on tormenting me. People were coming from various angles, talking to our things that God showed them. I've told you one thing before. When they said, the, God said, if you come and tell me that I'll be preaching the gospel, I said, if God is short of staff. If God is short of what? Staff. It's not me he's coming for. If you go and live for somebody else, I don't have time for that kind of thing. Not one person, not two people. They were coming in their numbers. Towards the end of my travel in the world, they were coming in succession. One of them carried his Bible, he said, Brother Fosu. I said, I'm not your brother. It's okay, Fosu. This Bible, you will preach it. You you will be tormented by people for this same Bible. So, I don't want to be a thief. Like you go and collect offering, then you chop. That was me talking like that. So, even now, somebody tells me that I eat offering, what would I say? I should keep quiet and allow God to help me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, sir. He called us just for this purpose. If you like, write love and paste it on your chest. That is not it. But let that love go before you in everything that you do. Lift up your two hands, for heaven. Express your love to him. Tell the Lord how much you love him. And how much you seek to love him more and more. Just to love him more and more. Tell him you appreciate what he did for you. And you will never give up on him. Tell Jesus, I love you so much. I love you, Lord Jesus. Express your love to the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. glory to God. Thank you Lord. Because you were precious in my sight. That is what he said. I've given men for your sake. In Isaiah chapter what? 43. You are precious. When you walk in love, you become extremely precious to God. And you will give men as a ransom for your life. What about those men? They chose to belong to the devil. But you have chosen God. May your walk with him continue to produce. And may your impact in the kingdom become greater and greater.